Is there a desire in you to not just attend revival, but live in revival? Welcome to the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Saldivar. I've been in revival for the last 10 years, as well as traveling and being a part of many revivals throughout the United States. I'm going to be sharing with you how to live a radical lifestyle of revival on a daily basis. Would you please help me welcome my guest, Apostle Sonny Lara. How are you doing tonight? Amen. Blessed and excited for everyone that's on. Today is your day. Tonight is your night. You come expecting, you'll leave receiving because God never lets his people down. God's ready to move upon you, man. Heal you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You know, I know, but I've been praying all day about this. And, you know, sometimes we have a friend that we don't want. And, you know, the enemy speaking in your ear. The only spirit you want to hear is the Holy Ghost. Come on. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit speaks to us all the time. So if there's any other voice going on before we're over, we're going to be praying for deliverances yes. to be set free. I had to get set free from all that too. I come from prison. I was never to get out. God opened the doors for me. And, and they're making a movie called Risen from Prison right now. And, and God watched over me when I was in there. I had an encounter. We want you to know that God still visits people. Yes. He gives vis- visions. He gives dreams. In Acts 2, 17 and 18, he says, I pour my spirit upon all flesh that we'll have visions and dreams. So it's okay to have a good vision and dream. If it's a good dream, claim it for the glory of God. If it's a bad dream, curse it to wither and die at its roots. As Jesus cursed the fig tree to wither and die at the truth. I love it. And you know, Apostle Sonny, I'll say there's some people watching right now that they don't understand or they don't need the power of God or rely on it. But I'm telling you, I know me, I know your story. If it wasn't for the power of God, we would be dead. Guys, we're not talking tonight about some dead religion. We're not talking about meeting just for an hour on Sunday morning and putting our hands up and singing some karaoke. We are talking about the hand of God and the power of God breaking in tonight. For some of you, you have no other explanation why you're even here in the stream or alive tonight but the hand of God what other explanation do we have that we're not addicted that we're not depressed that we're not strung out that we're not in a hospital bed some of you should still be on the streets but it was the power of God that broke you out some of you should be dying in the hospital but it was the power of God come on who are we who are we preaching to tonight some of you were bound for years and your only explanation is the power of God this is why apostle I believe when Jesus said humanly speaking it's impossible but with God all things are are possible so humanly speaking it's not possible to get healed of cancer but with God all things are possible humanly speaking it's not possible to one day go from drinking every day to cold turkey but with God the Bible says all things are possible humanly speaking it's not possible for deaf ears to open it's not possible for God for your marriage to be restored immediately it's not possible for you to get that promotion that you got but I'm telling you tonight I believe with God all things are possible you know Apostle Sonny one of the things that I've been so looked up to you in and honored your ministry is you guys have seen some of the craziest, most unusual miracles I've ever heard of in my life. And in fact, I think the generation we live in, we've lost um, sight of supernatural miracles that God can do, like um, handkerchief miracles, uh, legs growing out, eardrums being created, knees being created, God doing these supernatural, unusual miracles. And we believe tonight that God is going to release supernatural miracles. Listen, if you're sick right now, if you have a family member, if you have a friend, if you know somebody that's sick in body or dealing with a demonic power or has depression or going through the bounds of religion, we're telling you tonight that God is going to break it by the power of the Holy Spirit. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the blood. And so I believe, you know, Apostle Sonny, one of the reasons why I felt like the Holy Spirit had me bring you on is because I believe as you share these miracle testimonies, and guys, this man right here is a walking Bible. You're going to hear an incredible amount of verses tonight. But I'm telling you, there are some crazy testimonies that they God has used their ministry to see people get healed. I know people personally that because of the handkerchiefs that they've given out have gotten healed of cancer. I know some personal testimonies of people very close to me that have had radical miracles with the handkerchiefs that you guys have given out. And so guys, when we share these testimonies of unusual miracles, these are not stuff you're going to hear in an average, you know, mamsy pamsy Sunday morning church service on the corner. These are not 
not normal. These are not average. We are going to break the power of unbelief tonight in Jesus' name. The Bible says that they overcame by the word of the testimony. And so there is power when we begin to testify and share about the mercy and the grace and the power of God. And so as we're sharing, as we're testifying, let your faith arise. Stop having dead faith. Stop sitting there and and going one day this is going to happen and say, no, my faith is active. And tonight I'm going to access in the spirit my breakthrough and my miracle by faith. So there's power tonight by faith, I believe, for signs and wonders and miracles. Yes. Yes, and know this, the Bible says in Isaiah 10, 27, it's the anointing that destroys yokes. Mm. We create the atmosphere. The Bible says where two or three come together, here he is in the midst of us. Right now, all of us together, his presence is here. He's omnipresent. He's ready to heal. He's ready to deliver. He's ready to create. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 30 and 31, it says, They brought the blind, the lame, the maimed, the mute, the demonized, and laid them all at Jesus' feet. And in verse 31 says, there was a great joy and a great roar because the blind was seen, the lame was walking, the mute was talking, the maimed was made whole, and those that needed deliverance were set free. Now know this, in John 14, 12, Jesus said, and you shall do greater things than I, because I go to the Father. Ask me anything that the Son bring glory to the Father, and I will do it. God gets no glory in sickness and disease. He gets glory when he breaks it. Yes. In 1 John 3, 8, it says, for this reason was the Son of God born, to destroy the works of the devil. In Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Spirit and power to undo what the devil's done. Every one of you that are born again, God is giving you the dudimus, giving you the power to go and set the captive free. You've been anointed. Isaiah 61 1 says, The sovereign Lord has anointed us to preach to the broken heart, to the crushing spirit, and those who are in darkness and dark places. Tonight is your night. God has set you up for your miracle today or tonight. If you know anyone else, get them on the line. Let them hear. The Bible says to stir up the gift that's within you, to stir up your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We will be giving the word so we could stir you up, so you can receive your miracle, your deliverance, and your healing. Never be ashamed of what you're stuck in. Come on. Because our God is the deliverer. He will deliver you. Mary Magdalene was a prostitute that had seven demons. And no one could do nothing for her but Jesus. The Bible says she fell at his feet. She she got this alabaster jar uh, worth a lot of money and poured it on his feet. Wiped her hair with them. And he said, no one's ever done that before. And he delivered her from seven demons and being a prostitute. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And Apostle, I would love for you to share some of that, how God raised you up out of your uh, prison. Uh, Maybe give a bit of your testimony about, I mean, you talk about God says, I'll take the ones that nobody wants and turn them into the ones that everybody wants. You are a testimony to the fact that God can use who he wants, when he wants, how he wants. You know, I know you'll share about later on, but you literally went from being chased by the police in a prison cell to now you fly around in the chief of police's helicopter praying over the city. I mean, guys, I'm telling you yeah. some of the stories that this man of God has, I have never heard or dreamed of. I mean, stuff that you never even imagine that God can do. And he's a walking testimony that God can take you from the back of the line and bring you to the front of the line. So maybe just share some of that. Even that'd be awesome. Amen. I'm like a Joseph. Joseph went from the jailhouse to the White House of his time. Remember, mm. he was in there for five years, and there was a man that the king had a dream, and he didn't know who to interpret it. And the cupbearer says, hey, there's this man in prison. He can tell you what the dream is. And it was Joseph. He brought him. So when I was in prison, I had an encounter with God. I was mad. I was angry. And I, and then I said, I wouldn't let him bring me in here alive. I've been in three high police chases. But you know what? One of my, my sister came by one time and she knocked on the door and she said, brother, can I talk to you? I go, what do you want? She goes, I need to tell you about Jesus. I go, Jesus. I go, I can't let you in my house because I had a bunch of drugs. I wasn't saved yet. She goes, brother, I got a better connection in you. I go, a better connection in me. And, and his name is Jesus. I go, Jesus, what could he do? If I can't smoke him, snort him, drink him or fix him, I want nothing to do. 
My sister said, brother, I'm going to put you on God's hit list and he don't Come miss. I'm going to put the Holy Ghost on you. So when I was in prison, I had an encounter. The voice of God came into my cell and he said, I visit the woman at the well, but I visit you in the cell. You could come serve me or make this place your home. Can you imagine that? I wasn't arrested. I was rescued. God wow. put me, allowed me to be in a place where he could get my attention. I don't see jail as being bad. I see jail as slowing your role to keep you from hurting yourself or hurting others so you can reassess your life and find out. I would hear God's voice. Is this how you want to live in a controlled environment? When to get up, when to go to bed, when you can eat. I did time in six different prisons. My life was in danger. But right away, the Holy Spirit led me to Proverbs 16, 7. Those who reverence God, even your enemies will be at peace. Can you imagine that? You have enemies, and God said, I'm going to make your enemies be at peace with you. That's what he did. I went from Vacaville. I went to Susanville. I went from Folsom. I went to CRC. I went to Chino. I, I went to San Quentin. I started a Bible in San Quentin. Didn't even know what I was doing, just pulling the Bible and sharing scriptures. And the guards go, we love when you do it. It calms the yard down. Well, the Bible calls him Prince of Peace, Come Everlasting on. Father, Wonderful Counselor. Amen. And God will give you a peace that passes all understanding. In John 14, 27, he says, peace I leave you with, my peace I give you, not as the world gives. So let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The next thing you know, I had guards wanting to let me do the Bible study. And I go, man, they must not have read my record. I have three high police chases, 19 arrests, two sawed-off shotgun cases, two assaulting deadly weapons on police. And here God's giving me favor. Now I work with senators. I work with the mayor. I work with DAs. I work with judges. They'll call me and I go, wait a minute, something's wrong. And he said, and you know what's funny? The probation officer would say, your honor, we went to school. We have college degrees. He's an ex-convict. He comes from prison. I said, your honor, I have a degree too, a BA, born again degree. Ooh, Amen. And that degree overrides anything. When God gives you that degree, you did not pick God. God picked you. Come on. You're on the line in John 15, 16. It says, you did not choose me, but I chose you to go bear fruit and much fruit and fruit that shall remain. You know, he says in first Corinthians chapter one, 25 to 31, he says, think of what you were when you were called for God called the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. He called the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. He says, I call the things despised for my glory and honor. What an awesome God. Yes, yes. You know, and I think a lot of people don't realize, believers don't realize, we have the responsibility to heal the sick. We have the responsibility to preach the gospel. And I really believe, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, there's a new normal in this. I believe the new normal is going to be the old normal of the book of Acts. And I'm prophesying this over somebody. I believe it's going to be normal to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. This is not the calling for a special evangelist. This is not the gift for some pastor or for some leader. Every person listening right now, there's 730 of you, according to my screen, that are listening to my voice. And I'm telling you, it is you are responsible to lay hands. You are responsible to yes. baptize. You are responsible to preach the gospel. The days of waiting for a pastor to babysit you are over. The days of waiting for a pastor to lead you into a prayer are over. The days of us waiting, and some of you, I feel like the Lord is saying, how much longer are you going to sit back and say, one day I'm going to be this type of Christian? Some of you have been saying one day for literally the last thousand days. For the last three years, you've been saying, someday I'm going to get enough boldness. Someday I'm going to start witnessing. Someday I'm going to start praying for the sick. Someday I'm going to start calling my old friends and my old family. And we're hiding out in our Christian bubbles, hiding out, allowing the spirit of fear and timidity shut down our praise. But I hear the Lord saying somebody's getting ready to open up their mouth. Somebody's getting ready to get a new boldness and a new shout and a new praise. Somebody's getting ready to start seeing miracles like they've never seen. Guys, I'm telling you, I can't survive being a Christian and not seeing the supernatural movement of the Holy Spirit. We oh. as the body of Christ have settled for such a low, weak, 
powerless man-made Jesus that we don't even recognize the God of the Bible. We don't even recognize that unusual signs, unusual miracles, and the power of God is supposed to be normal in our everyday life. Now, I know that we're on lockdown in pandemic, but let me just tell you this, that even in the midst of this lockdown, God is moving in ways we've never seen before. God, I literally, Apostle, have people writing me saying, I felt something come out of my computer screen and go from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Now, I know there's a lot of people that just want business as usual. I love revival. I love services. I love gathering together. I believe that the church is essential. I believe gathering is essential. But what I don't believe is that we need to limit God and how he wants to move. And many times, Apostle, we fall in love with what God did yesterday instead of recognizing, wait a minute, God, you're doing something new. And there is a new authority, a new power, a new anointing that is coming right now. Some of you listening, you feel the Holy Ghost right now, and we're not even in a church service and praise the Lord because our God is at all places at all time. You have access. We don't have to wait for a sacred place. Friend, you don't have to go through a priest. You don't have to go through Mary. You don't have to go through some uh, some special person, but you have direct access in the heavenly places tonight to say, Lord, I need my breakthrough. I can't leave this live stream if you don't do something in my life. There has to be an expectation. There has to be a desperation. Somebody tonight needs to get desperate and say, Lord, I need this mountain to shift. I need this mountain to move. I'm tired of living my life in secret sin. I'm tired of living my life. I believe tonight some of you are going to get broken out of pornography. You're listening right now, and you're living in a prison of shame, sexual shame. And you're saying, Lord, how much longer until you deliver me? How much longer until you break me out of this prison cell? And God says, tonight is the night that I'm going to open up every prison cell, prison of fear, prison of anxiety, prison of depression, prison of suicide. Tonight, you're going to get delivered. Listen to me closely, y'all. Tonight, you're going to get set free you got to tell the devil we're going to give the devil a black eye tonight you have to tell the devil enough is enough if i went hard for the world then i'm going to go hard for god and apostle i think that's what people don't realize about us they say why are you guys so radical and so passionate and so wild it's because if you've seen us in the world how are you gonna apostle sonny how are you gonna be running from cops running gangs getting arrested 19 times and then get saved and then tell you oh just show up to church on sunday the world is tired of our power powerless Christianity. They're looking for something to lay their their lives down to. They're looking for something to be radical about. And it's time as the body of Christ, we give them what they are longing for. They're longing for an experience. They're longing for an encounter. We need to stop with this. Oh, brother, just have faith. We don't need faith when we know God can do it. We know God can heal. How many know Adam didn't need faith in the garden when he saw God face to face? We need to believe and say, God, we know that tonight is the night that you're going to do it. You're going to shift something. And some of you, maybe you don't need a physical healing in your body. Maybe you need a miracle in your finances. Maybe you need a miracle in your mind. Maybe you need the Lord to transform your thought life or do something. But I'm telling you, get ready for the unusual. Stop putting God in a box and putting God in a mindset when God says, I'm an unusual God and I want to begin. And I speak over you that this will be the year of unusual miracles. This will be the year where God does the unusual in your marriage, the unusual in your finances, the unusual in your ministry. I know there's some pastors that wrote me today saying they're going to be watching. I prophesy over you pastors that get ready for the unusual. Stop walking into your Sunday morning service with your little agenda as if God can't move beyond your little paper of your 15 minutes this and five minutes that and say, Lord, I want unusual. I'm tired of meeting and nobody getting delivered. I'm tired of meeting and nobody getting changed. I need an unusual power of God, unusual miracles. I don't just want to read the Bible and see you do it there, but I believe today is the day that God says, I want to move on an unprecedented level. I believe, Apostle, I know you've seen many unusual miracles. I'd love for you to share some of these, but I believe we're in a season of unusual in the body of Christ right now. You know, in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 13, it says, When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, Mm. but had took notice that they had been with Jesus because they were cleansing the lepers, they were raising the dead, the blind was seen, the lame was walking, the mute was talking, Mm. and and that's who we are. Jesus said, you're going to do greater things than me. Get out of the pews. Get out of the seat. You, you want to see a miracle? Go lay hands on someone that needs a miracle. You want to see a healing? Go lay hands on someone that needs a healing. 
God is the healer, not us. God is the deliverer, not us. God is the mirror work of not us. He just wants to borrow your hands. Mm-hmm. He just wants to borrow your lips. He wants to, you know, work through that. Now know this, the Bible says in James 4, 7, resist the devil and he will flee. Mm. I tell you, we're going to make a clown out of the devil today. First Peter 5, 8 says, Satan's like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. It didn't say he could devour us. And, and he says that when we know the word, he flees. And James 2, 19, it says, even the demons know there's a God and shudders. Amen. And you, let me tell you, in Acts chapter uh, 12, verse 13 to 16, it talked about the seven sons of Sceva, mm. where they, they were fake believers, fake wannabes, and they tried to invoke the name of Jesus, and the demons told them, Paul, we know, Jesus, we know, but who are you clowns? And wow. they got whooped up, they got beat up. You got to be real, because the demons run from us. They know they're scared of us because the Bible says those who believe shall lay hands on the sick, shall cast out devils in my name. Mm. Amen. And that's who the believers are. God has anointed you with the dunamis, the power of God to make Satan run. It says that he flees from us. He knows who holiness is. He knows what righteousness is. In the book of James, chapter 5, 16 through 18, it says, Elijah was a mere man like us, but he prayed earnestly Mm. that it would not rain, and it didn't rain in three and a half years. Then it says, Elijah prayed again, and the heavens opened. God's given us the power to open the heavens through your righteousness, through living right, and there's nothing that God won't withhold. Get out there and be Jesus' feet. Get out there and be his hands. Get out there and be his mouthpiece. Command Satan, command the devils to come out of them in the name of Jesus. Yes. By your strike, they are healed. They are being made whole. Walking in, I've walked in, in the hospitals, and God said, tell that man to move his right arm. And, and, there was, and the hospital was full, and the man pulled his arm and raised Everybody's crying. I didn't know the man was paralyzed. I just spoke a word of knowledge. And I said, God said to move your right arm. Amen. God's, those are working of miracles. Get out of the bed and do something. God's getting the church ready in Psalms 107, 24. Those who go in the deep shall see the wonders of the Lord. God said, get out of the shallow, son. Get out of the shallow, daughter. And get out there where the, where the hurting people are at. The, wow. the down and out, those who need miracles, those who need healings, those who need deliverances. That's what I just go and just start praying for people wherever I go. God, so give good. me a word. I never seen them in my life. And, but God knows who they are. Amen. And God's breaking off uh, oppression, depression, and suicide. You know how many yes. people call there they want to commit suicide? You come in with the living word. The Bible says the word is alive and active. They go from wanting to die to live. Wow. So we see these miracles. Now, I have a handkerchief right here. It has 10 scriptures. In Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and 12, it said God did extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul as he laid hands on handkerchief and aprons, and they were took into the sick and the demonized, and the sick were healed, and the demons came out. First scriptures, Luke 137, for nothing's impossible with God. Acts 19, 11, and 12, that God did extraordinary miracles through the hands of Paul. Um, Psalm 77, 14, I am a God that performs miracles and displays my power amongst the people. Jeremiah 30, 17, I, the Lord, restore health back to your physical body, declares the Lord. Amen. John 14, 27, I give you a peace that passes all understanding. All you need is God's peace. We're all going through this. But you know what? We've been leading more people to Jesus and seeing more miracles and healings than ever before through this COVID. Come on. You know, God is healing people from the COVID. We don't need to be afraid of it. If you get it, hey, we're going to pray for you. Come on. Because God's the healer of the COVID. I think we just got disconnected here. Get right and believe God, and and God will heal us. There was a woman in Mark chapter 5, verses 25 to 36. She was bleeding for 12 years. Come on. And the Bible says she got worse under the care of the doctors. This woman was desperate. She didn't want to die. She heard about Jesus. She said, man, if I could only touch the hem of his garment, I know I'm going to be healed. So when she seen the crowd, she couldn't get through. But Jesus said, hey, who touched me? 
virtue power left and the disciples said everyone's touching he goes no somebody touched me and the bible says that the woman fell to her knees imagine being bleeding for 12 years fragile she said i touched you and he said daughter your faith has made you well wow come on somebody god wants to open that deaf ear right now yes. god wants to heal from any paralysis right now god wants to kill any cancer in your body right now God wants to shrink those tumors to nothing right now because we see God do these things of people going in and the doctors, the miracles are not only for them, for the doctors and the nurses yes. saying somebody up there loves you. Come on, somebody. It's the power of God. It's the power. It's the time of the believers to get out there and start believing God and God will start working through you. So good. And Apostle, I love what you said about Acts 19 because the Bible now handkerchief miracles for our generation were like are unheard of. What is that? But you have to remember oh. in Acts 19, the Bible says handkerchiefs and aprons barely touched people and those that would sick would would be healed and evil spirits would leave so not only were they getting healed guys think about this the handkerchiefs were touching people and demons were screeching out of the people now what that yeah. shows us is that sickness is not only the contagious thing but that jesus is contagious that when those aprons literally touched the skin of the sick person the the pre, the person that was praying didn't get sick the person that was sick got healed so we have to understand that when when Jesus is on us, it should be rubbing off on the people around you. They should be catching what we have. We should not be yeah. catching what they have. Why is it as the body of Christ, we've allowed the culture to get on us rather than allow what we have to get on the culture? Why is it our churches, instead of being holy, are worldly? And now instead of following the cloud, we follow the crowd. We have such a church that is so obsessed with what the world does, how they sing, how they dance, how they act, how they uh, talk, how they dress. And if you go look at the church, we're talking just like the world. We're acting just like the world. We're gossiping just like the world. I was just talking to a pastor last week and he said, man, I begin to realize that even in my church, he has a very large church. He said, our divorce rate is just as high in the church. The people that are sick are just as sick in the church as they are the world. The people that are dealing with suicide and anxiety and depression are just as bad in our church than out in the world. And guys, how is it? We have the same spirit that raised Christ living on the inside of us, but we're being affected by the same things that God says, I want to deliver you and save you from. There is something that we are not tapping into as the body of Christ. We need the power of God to be contagious yeah. in our lives. We yeah. need to rub off. God is not touching us and anointing us and healing us and delivering us just for us. But God says, I want to deliver you so you could deliver others. God did not bring Apostle Sonny out of a prison cell just so Apostle Sonny could sit in church on Sunday. He said, I'm going to bring you out of prison because there's thousands, honestly, millions of others that I'm going to use you to bring out of prison cell. God did not bring us out of Egypt so we can just dance and have Sunday morning church in the promised land he brought us out because there are people around you that need what you have listen to me loud and clear tonight there's almost 800 of you watching there are people right now in your life that need the delivering power that you possess there are people in your life that need the healing power that you possess this entire thing that we're preaching tonight is not about you praise the lord i believe god is going to heal you i believe god is going to deliver you but understand that the greater purpose is that god would use you as a vehicle as a vessel as a hand as a mouthpiece that your hands yeah. at your feet that you'd say god i have nothing to offer you apostle sonny i remember getting saved as an atheist and i said lord i think we just disconnected here yep we just disconnected let's see if we're we're getting reconnected give me one second okay we're back praise the lord the devil's a liar our internet just went out here for a second but we're back on but i remember the lord coming to me and saying isaiah i'm not just saving you i'm not just delivering you for you but i'm doing this because your family and your friends and your community need my power so guys i know listen i know it cut out for a second but we're back on understand that this entire thing is not just about what god can do for you but it's about now we're losing it again praise the lord we're going to get through this guys it's not just about what god can do for you but it's about what god can do through you god wants to do something through you there's a higher purpose there's a higher cause on why god is doing everything that he's doing and so i believe you know what when you get healed when you get delivered you need to become a vehicle to deliver other people people say well why are you guys so into that miracles and deliverance and healing and breakthrough it's because we are a product of deliverance we are a product of healing we are a product of revival we are a product of awakening we believe in it i'm just 
I know guys, it's going to go in and out. We're just going to preach right through it. We are a yes. product of God doing these things. And we know that if God will do it for one, the Bible says that God will do it for another. So when we testify yes. and we share about unusual miracles, signs and wonders, understand that we're telling you that let God do it in you tonight so that God can do it through you. Don't live your whole life. Some of you listen. Yes. I'll pass it over here in a second, are going to be 80 years old and you're going to sit and look back on your life and realize how much missed opportunity you have. Understand that, friend, in heaven, there's no sick people. In heaven, there's no demonized people. In heaven, there's no lost souls. In heaven, there's nobody to baptize, nobody to minister to, that right now you have an opportunity on the earth. And I just feel, listen, I'm 29 years old and I look back on the last 10 years and I feel like I blinked and 10 years go by. And I don't want to look back 20 30 years from now and say, Lord, there was so much more that I could have done for you, but I justified my laziness by saying, you know, this or that, or I have work or I have school, I have this. God is saying, now's the time. Now's the day. It's time for unusual. I'm telling you, it's time for a belief for it. I'm tired of usual. Now, now usual just means normal. That's literally what the word usual means. And what Acts 19, I believe apostle was saying was not just unusual miracles, but we should be living unusual lifestyles. So if you just go to church every Sunday at the same time you sit in the same chair you experience the same thing that's not God's plan that's usual God says I want to do I know we just disconnected again we're going to get through this but God says tonight I want to do unusual in your life tonight I want to do the the unexplainable I want to do the impossible I don't want to do the logical I don't want to do you know the easy or the stuff that you can take credit for but I believe God is getting ready to do stuff where when we look at what he did we say that was only by the grace and the mercy of God. Um, guys, yeah. just stay with us. If it disconnects, refresh it. The devil's a liar. We're good. We're going for it. Yeah. Apostle, would you just share just some of these handkerchief miracle testimonies or stories that you've seen? Yes. Most of the people that got healed were dying. They were on their deathbeds. Wow. God brought them out of comas. Other the doctors gave them no hope. They were on the highest meds they could be. And God comes in and delivers them and even keeps them from withdrawals. The power wow. of God. We've already given out over 4,000 handkerchiefs just this year alone. Wow. Last year, we gave about 6,000 handkerchiefs. And I write, we write on every one of them. We pray. Wow. We get the handkerchiefs. We put them in praise and worship and let them marinate in the worship. And then we take them out to the people as the Lord asks us. We release them and see miracles. So people call all the time. I got people calling now of a guy that he one has the COVID. They're going to come and get an handkerchief. Mm. I said, God is greater. Don't give up on him. Fight. Speak to him. He can hear you in his conscience. Release the ministering angels. Hebrews 1.14 says, release the ministering angels that minister to your spirit, soul, and body. God gives them in us so many weapons. One lady had a tumor the size of a softball in her stomach. Wow. And she said she laid the hanker, ha- handkerchief on the 30th day, woke up and it was gone. Wow. So we were in a gathering. This other lady pulled out two hearing aids. No one even knew she had those little tiny hearing aids in her ear and pulled them out. She said, I heard a pop in my ears. Oh. Yeah, then about the guy in Mexico where the mother called over here, something's wrong. We don't know where he's at. They came and grabbed the handkerchief. And they went to Mexico. Then the son was in the newspaper and they were saying, has anybody seen this man? Nobody knows who he is. They left him for dead in another city. Wow. And when they found them, they brought him. They, and the doctors left the report. He'll never see out of one of his eyes. His, cr- his cranium was cracked open. Within 30 days, this guy's walking, talking, eating. He's in a Christian rehab home in Mexico. I mean, these are the things that God is doing. God raises the dead. God wants to work through you. Get out there and start being his feet. Lay hands on the sick. Get handkerchief. I am that I am, says God. I am your healer. I am your deliverer. Let me see. I think it froze. We're coming. We're seeing God draw the people back, and we're going to be in and out, as Isaiah said. We're going to keep on talking like you're listening, because I don't want to break the flow of come God. On, come on. Now, when I was in prison, 
God said that if I served him, he'd give me my whole family. Come Acts on, talk about that. that. You shall be saved and your whole household. Me and my wife been married 46 years. All my children are saved. My Come three son-in-laws are saved. My grandbabies. The other day we had a birthday party. Four generations here, all saved, serving Jesus. It's the promise of Isaiah 59, 21. The words that I put in your mouth shall not depart from your children's 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 mouth. God is breaking generational curses and bringing our unsaved loved ones to him. In Psalms 102, 18, said, God said, I'm raising up a generation yet not even born that will praise me. Wow. And that tells me that God's purifying the wombs of our women. And in Deuteronomy 28, it says that we're the top and not the bottom. We're the head and not the tail. That we're blessed going out and blessed coming in. Blessed in the city, blessed in the country. That everything that our hands touch shall prosper. That the wombs of our women shall be blessed. That our netting child runs over. That our enemy comes in one direction and flees in seven other directions. Come on, man. That's the anointing that you carry. God called you before the foundations of the world, man. There's miracles in you. There's healings in you. There's deliverances in you. But you got to walk out, get out of the four walls, and get over there and let God be God through you. Amen? Yes. His hands, he says that his power flows through us. He says that if you go lay hands, that you'll, clean, that you'll heal them. And that's what God's doing. God said, I want you to pray for families. And everywhere we go, God's restoring families now. Mm. Tired of broken families. Like Isaiah said, too many divorces in the church. Yes, yes. married in the church. The promises of God are in Matthew's chapter 19, 4 through 6. Haven't you heard the creator made male and female and said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. And they shall no longer be two, but shall become one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man put asunder. That means nothing can come through it. you got to dedicate your marriage to God. It takes three. It takes God, you, and your spouse. God is bringing healing to marriages, to broken homes. And they're seeing the power of God, the, the restoring power of God back. You know, the devil's a liar. The devil's defeated. Too many people give the devil too much credit. You know, I, I never spell him with a capital D. I spell him with a little D, even if he's the beginning of the sentence. Come on. You know why? He's through. He's on the through crew. Come when the on. Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. Come on, somebody. So good. Apostle, I would love for you to talk about, too, um, some of the favor that God has given you. I know with law enforcement, you've been sending me pictures of you with the chief of police. I'm blown away by the fact that you are running from law enforcement and now they seek you for spiritual counsel, spiritual guidance. They're asking you for prayer. I would love you to talk about how you've been on the chief of police's helicopter and prayed over the city. Um, just share some yeah. of that because I know the Bible says Jesus grew with favor with God and with man. And so there's something yeah. special about the favor of God that God has put on your life that I believe God wants to release on all of us. God wants to release favor in business and politics politics in our jobs yes, and technology yes. in the internet I, I think for us you know I, people keep saying well how do you have this many viewers or how do you have this it's the favor of God it's supernatural yeah. favor that God has given us well, and so I would love you just to talk about some of that favor as well yeah so if you go on my YouTube on my name Sonny Lar, you'll see four different times I'm on the helicopter and I have my Bible with me and they take wow. me to pray over the Bay Area and one time the cops, I didn't answer the phone, so they left a message saying, the chief said you wanted to do another bless the city flight. They even named it. Come on. Bless the city flight. Right now, the mayor of Modesto, because we have a star, David, he wants to take me up on his friend's private plane. He goes, I heard what you do in the Bay Area. Will you do that in Modesto? So they're going to let me get up, get in the plane and fly over all the counties around there. And I'll be praying, and I pray, Isaiah. I pray Isaiah 58, 9 through 12 says, out of your past lives, you'll make the community livable again. Come on. We're believing God, that God is restoring our communities, that they're becoming godly men and women in the community. You take back your city. Joshua 1, 3 says, everywhere our foot treads, we claim that land back for the glory of God. And God says, I want you to prophesy to the valley of the dry bones. And that a vast army shall arise. And an army's trained. An army's mm. ready to go. 
So that's why I love going up in the helicopter. So I was in San Francisco. Michael Jackson's brother, Randy Jackson, came up to me. He, he was at Bill Johnson. Hold on one second. We're reconnecting you. I apologize, guys. I don't know license. what is going on. And, and, and I want to take you up wherever you want to go and pray wherever you Apostle, pray. track back like one minute right when you met him. It cut out. You said right when you met um, okay. Michael Jackson's brother. Yeah, I met Randy Jackson. I have a picture. Me and my wife have a picture of him. He came up to me. You're the pastor that they take up in the helicopter and pray over the city. He goes, I would like to take you up. I'm getting a new helicopter, and I would like to take you up and pray wherever you want to pray. So it's like a new thing for me because the mayor of Modesto said, will you come and pray over our city? Wow. And, and if that's what wow. God's doing, hey, hey, let's do it. But we're claiming, we're taking back the territory. We played faithfully for 12 years now at our own city hall where the mayor resides, where the city council resides, where decision laws come out about the community. We pray every month. The senator's been there. The mayor's been there. The, the ex-mayor was there. Some of the chiefs of the police were there. And then when we laid hands, I have the picture of all of them there with their heads bowed. And God said, son, you got them to bow to me. And how many ever heard about church and state? They must not got the memo, man, because they were all there. And then they asked us if we would lay hands on them. Come on. Now, you've seen the picture of the chief of police in his uniform, and then you've seen him holding a handkerchief. Remember Come that on. picture I yeah, sent yeah. you? And the chief holding a handkerchief? Because I lay hands over every one of them. They let me pray for them. And that's what we need to do. We need to be like the Josephs, the Daniels, the Mishaks, the Shidraks, the Abendigos, the Esthers, the Debras. We need to get out there, invade. God's put it in us to get in there and have favor. In Luke 2.52, it says Jesus grew with wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. In 1 Samuel 2.26, Samuel grew with stature and favor with God and man. And God has put it in us, but we need to get out there. So when you, you call to make an appointment, I didn't want to lie to the chief. They said, so what do you want to talk to the chief about? I said, well, God told me to ask him to take me up in the helicopter to pray. They go, what? Come on. And I had to repeat myself. So then I go in the office of the chief, and the chief says, so why do you want to talk to me? I said, God spoke to me and told me to come and ask you to take me up to pray over the city. And he asked the second time, but then he said, okay, let's do it. So we have four different videos of me going up in the helicopter four different times. And I'm going to keep doing it Come and keep on. getting up. You know, I have to cover more territory. God is, we are God's repo people. We are taking back what the devil's yes. stolen. Yes. The devil ain't in charge of nothing but himself and those who let him. We're the anointing that destroys the yokes. Greater is he was in us than he is in the world. Amen. Come on, Ap Apostle. I was thinking about two eleven. They were not even unaware of the devil's schemes. Come on. I was thinking that the same helicopters that used to chase you, you're now in those helicopters praying on, over the city. What other god, guys? What other god can do that? Can take the same helicopters, the same area that he's getting chased by the cops. Now he's with the chief, and I know it cut out, so you guys didn't hear this part. But he has a picture he sent me of the chief of police of San Jose, which, if you guys don't know, is a city over of over a million people. With one of those handkerchiefs, he's carrying around one of those handkerchiefs. Guys, this is the favor and the anointing and the power of God that does this. This is only by the fire. It is only by the power and the anointing of God. Apostle, I know God has also given you favor. I'd like for you to share, and then we're going to start praying for the people. Guys, we, we yeah. apologize. Listen, there's nothing we can do. Um, we'll have all this video on YouTube, on all the podcasts. I have, it, I have it recorded with no interruptions, but as of the connection, just keep jumping back in. It's reconnecting, reconnecting. There's a massive heat wave where we live, and so our internet provider all day long has been going in and out. We're just, gonna, we're just preaching right through it. We know that the power of God is not limited by our connection or by whether it freezes or not. We know that God is going to do what God wants to do tonight um, that tonight is going to be a night of miracles for you and we'll get it we're going to get also apostle on an, on another episode this will not be I'm speaking this this will not be the last episode he's on in the name of Jesus but I do want to say apostle I love you to share even in the prisons um, I know God has given you guys favor ministering in prisons I know when we were together several years ago you were telling that story about how they were saying you can't get in you have to know the warden and God gave you that supernatural favor even to get in some of these prisons that they're not letting anybody else in 
Yes, we were at a level four called Pleasant Valley. When we went there, the, the lieutenant said, hey, you guys can't come in. We don't have no paperwork. I go, well, the warden said that we're to meet him. He goes, the warden, he started laughing. He goes, the warden never comes on the weekend. I go, look, sir, I don't want to argue with you, but I'm going to wait for the warden. He says, go ahead. Within 10 minutes, the warden comes. And the warden said, hey, how come they're not cleared? And he goes, I, warden, I told him to leave. He goes, what do you mean leave? He goes, get me a piece of paper. And he wrote his name on the piece of paper. And he asked the lieutenant, whose name is that? He goes, that's yours, warden. He goes, that's your paperwork. Now make it happen. Come on. And we were interviewing to the inmates in there at a level four, which is the most dangerous prison. My wife went in there and she was prophesying, giving words. I mean, we had gang members from L.A. They were crying, saying, how can we never hear people like this? The warden was like six, seven. He was in there with his hands up in the air. I mean, supernaturally, God was moving. We, we created a revival movement in that prison. Come on. Where God was moving. Supernatural because we, we refused to take no as an answer. Come on. When God says yes, stay persistent. He says the doors I open, no man close, and the doors I close, no man opens. God is opening doors for the body of Christ like never before. So our senator now, his name is Jim Bell. He's a Christian. About two months ago, he called. He goes, hey, hey, Rev, what should I do? I said, Senator, pray, pray, pray. He comes up on our Bible studies. He goes, I needed to hear your message the other day. It's crazy, man, what God does. I go in there and meet with the chief and them, and they don't eat until I bless the food. Come on. And, and it's amazing because they reverence God. Yes. You know, are you carrying one where they reverence the God that's in you, or do they see a fake you? They got to see the real you. The Bible says that Christ radiates out of us. Amen. And it arrests men's attention. So know this, there is a revival on the move. Mm. There's the reset. God's redoing things at a greater level now. Don't worry about it. Just yield to the Holy Spirit. You're going to see miracles. You're going to see creative miracles. I was getting words by Myra Murillo, uh, Bill Hammond, late hands. God said you're going to see creative miracles. I'm going to see legs grow, arms grow, eyes see you know, I'm going to see ears that weren't there grow because that's what it means, a creative miracle. Amen. So God is looking for you. He wants to release the dudamus of God and take you to another level. I see some, you're on shallow water. God said, go deep or go in the deep because those who go in the deep shall see the wonders of the Lord. So good. So good. Apostle, so good. Um, I feel faith rising tonight. I want to start praying. I know the internet, I don't know how long it's going to stay up going, guys. So I want to make sure that we begin to pray and we get to see the miracles. I know a lot of you are sending in prayer requests. Here's what I want to do, guys. Write down your prayer requests. I will go through later and read through all the requests and I'll begin to pray for them later. But what I want to do is I want to, before this whole thing goes out completely, and thank God the internet's still going because it's supposed to be going out. Yeah, it's already been an hour. People are saying you guys have already went for an hour. I know it goes by fast when the anointing's flowing. Um, this will not yeah. be the last time, guys. We have Apostle Sonny. This is just an introduction tonight to what God is oh. doing. He'll be on again, but I want to pray because I feel faith rising. I feel like the Lord is saying it's time for some of you to get unusual. Listen, if you're there and you feel paralyzed and you feel like you've been stuck in the same place for years, if you just feel like that lukewarmness has hit you, maybe it's fear, maybe it's condemnation, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's depression, I want you to believe tonight is the night. I know some of you are saying, Lucy, I see you said migraines. I know there's people writing their testimonies. Uh, there's many people in here, Apostle, that actually have COVID right now. We have many people that are watching from the oh, hospital. As you guys know, when you get COVID, you cannot have family visit you. And they've I've had literally people writing me saying, I've been in the hospital for weeks watching the live stream and it's the only thing I've been hanging on to. So I believe right now, listen, there's some of you watching that are typing saying you have COVID, you've been sick. There's power. Acts 19 can break COVID-19. Guys, we're preaching on Acts 19, that anointing, that unusual anointing could break the back of coronavirus. I saw my God heal my dad of it and I believe that God is going to heal you of it tonight. So we're going to believe, we're not going to pray. Listen, we're not praying some religious blessing. We're not just praying some, you know, little prayer. We are praying that you would have an encounter with almighty God. We are praying that the presence and the power of God would fill your bedroom, would fill your office, would fill your car, would fill your front room, would fill your kitchen, that there would be an invasion. Isaiah said that we would rend the heavens and that word rend 
means to violently open up the heavens, that we have the power to violently open up the heavenly realm and to see miracles, signs, and wonders. So if your family's not saved, as Apostle said, this is the season where families are going to come back to the Lord. The Bible says in the end times that long lost families are going to come back and run back to God and gain their senses back. And some of your kids that have ran for so long, God says, now's the time that the trumpet is blowing, the alarm is going off, I'm sounding it now, and I'm bringing your family back to me. I'm bringing revival in your living rooms. I'm bringing revival in marriages. Some of you, listen, I know there's a lot of you uh, women in here that your, your husbands do not serve the Lord. I know there's a lot of you males in here that your wives, you husbands, your wives don't serve the Lord. Well, you believe tonight that as you begin to pray and come by faith that God is going to begin to work on your behalf. As the angel came to Daniel in chapter 10 and said, Daniel, I begin to fight the moment you begin to pray. Understand that as we begin to pray, that God sends angels to begin to make war in the heavenly realms. That the Bible says the angels are flames of fire, ministering servants of God. So understand that as we pray, miracles are going to break out. We are believing we're not wavering. James says, do not waver that if you pray double-minded, you can expect to receive nothing from God. So tonight we are not wavering. We are believing 100% miracles, signs and wonders. I know some of you are listening that you've drifted away. You've you've fallen away from God. I believe tonight is your night to come back to God. Tonight is your night to get your fire back, your passion back, your prayer back. So Apostle Sonny, if you would just uh, begin to pray over the people, begin to pray for healing. We're believing tonight for unusual miracles, guys. Amen. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we pray Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 and 27, that you said you will remove the heart of stone and you'll put a heart of flesh. You'll put your spirit in them and they will follow your ways and keep your decrees. We thank you for supernatural destroying any yoke off of any of those that are away from you, God. We welcome back the prodigal son and daughter. All you got to do is repent, ask Jesus to forgive you. Come back into my heart. Walk with me. Talk with me. Show me thy ways. Teach me thy paths that I must go for your glory and honor. Right now, I see the blood of Jesus flowing from the crown of your heads to the soles of your feet. Pushing out any sickness, any disease out of your body right now in the name of Jesus. I see where people said they had uh, migraine headaches. I see God with like a bolt cutter snapping wires off of people's minds. You're feeling a release in your mind right now because the Holy Spirit is at work breaking these chains off of your minds right now. Shalom, shalom to their spirit, soul, and body. Father, we thank you for their deliverance right now. Anyone struggling with any addictions of drugs, alcohol, suicide, oppression, depression. You said at the name of Jesus that every sickness and every disease has to bow at the name of Jesus. We release the power of Jesus to go now and to destroy the yokes of the enemy. Offer them right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, and we thank you for the creative miracles and miracles wherever they touch their body, that your healing balm is flowing through their bodies right now, God. Lord, I see them lay hands on the shoulders. Some of you have uh, rotor cups that are tore up or whatever. God is healing you. Put your hands on your rotor cups right now, your left, your right. I see God on your wrist. Maybe from whatever you have on your hand, start to move your fingers and hands. Start to praise him as you do this. Your legs, your knee. I hear God saying that he's healing arthritis right now on somebody's knees right now. If that is you, give him praise. Give him glory. Start to move because our God is the God that heals thee. Right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak to their nerve system. The paralysis be loosened. From them right now in the name of Jesus. I hear God said that he's healing sugar diabetes. You got sugar diabetes. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that flows through your veins. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Pushing out any sugar diabetes out of your body right now. If you have any growths in your body, put your hands on there where they're at right now. We were at a place, my wife prayed for her pastor. He looked like he had a half of a lettuce on his neck. And the moment she put her hand, it was like someone put a needle there. And it went under. I feel like God's doing those miracles right now. Wherever you have growth in your body, put your hand on it right now. 
You don't need radiation. You need a touch from the Holy Spirit right now. God is healing it right now in the name of Jesus. Any cancer in your body, I curse the cancer to wither and die at its roots as Jesus cursed the fig tree to wither and die. Keep pleading, the blood of Jesus flows through my veins from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, pushing out any disease out of my body. I speak to that COVID-19. I speak Acts 19, 11 and 12, that God's doing extraordinary miracles through your body right now. Even the doctors are going to come in and say, whoa, what happened? Give God all the glory. Tell them that I've been healed by the power of God. God is doing supernatural things. I literally see in a vision people getting out of bed. They couldn't get out of bed. Get out of that bed in Jesus' name. And and the story that God gave me is Peter's mother-in-law where she was sick. She had a fever and nothing could heal her but Jesus did. right now as you believe them reach out and, and grab your miracle grab your healing in jesus name yes yes and father we pray right now for a fresh filling of the holy spirit lord we pray for those that are asking right now in the chat that have never been baptized by the power of the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues we say be filled yes. in jesus name right now be full yes. of the power of the holy spirit begin to walk in the power that you have the same spirit that raised christ is living on the inside of you you are not a coward you are not weak you are not a grasshopper but you've been anointed you've been called and you've been assigned by the power and the anointing of almighty god father we pray and we thank you that tonight you're breaking every generational curse by the blood of jesus we thank you that you're binding up every demonic force you're binding up every demonic power you're binding up every demonic spirit right now you said in your word we have the power to bind and to loose and so god we loose them out of that prison cell we loose them and we release them from fear from anxiety from stress in the name of jesus we command right now all hysteria all dread all nightmares to be broken now we cancel every strategy and every assignment by god's word we say that it is null and void in jesus name satan you have no power these people are not your homes we bind the strong man and we command him to leave now in jesus name i speak to your mind now when i say be loose now as paul told the church of thessalonica i pray that you'd be whole in your mind in your in your um, body and your emotions we pray right now be whole in your mind in jesus name be whole in your emotions be whole in your will in jesus name we pray for restoration we pray for renewal and i just pray i want to pray one more thing before we end i pray the fire of god over you i literally pray the all-consuming fire of god jeremiah said i want to quit i'm tired of preaching he said but there is a fire that is shut up in my bones and some of you are on the verge of giving up some of you are on the verge of quitting but i'm telling you it is the fire of god that's going to keep you going it's the fire of god that's going to keep you getting out of bed it's the fire of god that's going to get you in your place of prayer when everybody walks out the fire of god will keep you going the bible says the fire falls on sacrifice and so father we pray that tonight as we lay down an offering as we lay down a sacrifice as we give you god our lives we lay our bodies as a living sacrifice god let your fire fall upon your people i don't care what country you are i don't care what nation i speak over the philippines i speak over those in japan those in australia those in europe those in the united states i speak the fire of almighty god to fall upon you now in jesus name be consumed be consumed I pray that you would be all night long burning with the fire of God that you would wake up on fire and that that fire it would never die friend they told me 10 years ago oh your fire is gonna die oh you're gonna calm down and friend 10 years later my fire is more hot right now than it has ever been and I speak over you that your fire is going to burn hotter than it's ever burned that your fire is not going to die the devil's a liar we break the word curses that religious people and lukewarm people have spoke over you that have tried to tell you oh you're gonna settle down you will not settle down in Jesus name you will not calm down in Jesus name you will not back down in Jesus name you will not be another statistic of somebody that was on fire for five months but for the rest of your life you are going to burn with the fire of revival so father right now release revival 
release awakening father we thank you for your servant we thank you for your power we thank you for your word we thank you that chains are being broken prison cells are being opened god minds are being restored marriages are being healed families are coming back to you now you're a god that makes all wrong things right you're bringing justice over our situations in jesus name yes Father, we thank you for your power and your anointing. Apostle Sonny, I want to say, um, number one, thank you for staying with us for an hour on here. I, your time is very valuable and important. I'm honored to have you on here. I would love to have you on again. I want to apologize for all the technical difficulties. I know we are going in and out and stuff, but you know what? We made it through. God did what he wanted to do. And uh, I'm grateful that our power didn't go out. Praise the Lord. So it could have been a lot worse than just getting disconnected. Um, would you let them know? I'm going to link your page in the description. So guys, um, I want to challenge you guys. I'm going to be blessing him tonight, regardless of what you guys do. But there's links to give guys. Give to the ministry. I'm going to bless him tonight for just sowing into us, pouring into us, and speaking over us what God is doing um, I'm gonna link his page in the description so you guys will be able to find him once the video ends I believe it's already linked but I'll make sure that it's linked Apostle Sonny is there anywhere else that they can find you is there a website you want to get them to or anything like that Dr. Sonny Lara they can find me under Dr. Sonny Lara they could find me under the firehouse Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Revival Lifestyle Podcast. If you like what you heard, go to www.isaiahsaldivar.com for more content. And please follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Isaiah Saldivar. See you next week.